Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Good evening, welcome to Full Time Reds. It's me, Chris Brack, and it's him, Kev O'Sullivan. Full Time Liverpool 2, Napoli 0. Fucking hell, Kev, we saw a win. <laughs> Jesus. We've got to win, mate. we got a win to talk about. I am absolutely fucking delighted because at 7 o'clock tonight, I was not expecting to be talking about a win. And that's no. the truth. But, hey, delighted with a lot of things tonight. Happy with an awful lot of things. And... We had a bit of luck and a bit of the rub of the green when we needed it, and some players really stood up tonight. I was more than happy with everything that happened. So all all is good. All is good in the hood. Yeah, listen, I'm, I'm not I'm not going to lie, mate. I've never been more happy to actually have, be, have a family day to go to. <laughs> but after watching that Forest game, I was thinking, oh, I'm so at Leeds game, I was like, oh, I'm so glad about a family day tonight. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, day. that was that was our our graph. That was to be fair, but. Tonight is a different kettle of fish, and I saw the lineups, and we reverted straight back to the four-three-three. Go with what you know, and it showed. It showed in the patterns of play. It showed in the press. It showed in the legs of some of the players. They felt a lot. They looked a lot more comfortable in it. Saying that, Napoli are a high-level side, man. That was that was a high-level game. You know what I mean? Uh, asking where my glasses are, mate. I've, as my missus would say, unless I glue to your head, I'll never see them. Uh, I've put them down somewhere and I don't know where they are. And it was like three minutes past 10. And I just thought, nah, I'm, I can't be arsed looking for them now. I put them down somewhere. So I'll find them probably sometime Friday. (laughs) Plus, as a, as a a Klopp said after the Norwich win years ago, if you tried looking for glasses when you haven't got your glasses on, said it's really fucking difficult, which is very true. Uh, Dino, Dino just put, um, not bothered about the draw. Remember a few years ago, drawing Athletic Madrid, they were mid-table at the time, and yeah, that was a nightmare, wasn't it, Jumba? Yeah. Plus, the other thing is, the, the big thing is, I always say it around this time of year, is, there's no point judging how we're playing now, because it's 
a lot can change in our favor. Now, listen, we could, we, could, Christ, we, could, we could go worse, but let's yeah. look at the positive. We but could the go other better. side is we could go on absolute madness. We are yeah. capable of doing crazy things. So, And we've seen this before with sides who have done really well in group stages, like Napoli. And then when it comes yeah. to February, key injuries, loss of form, you know. So you Anything don't can happen, man. Anything no. can happen. I'm not going to lie. I'd rather avoid Real Madrid and PSG if we, if we can. I'm buying. Yeah. You know, I'd it rather not play. I'd rather not play them. But, you know, we are where yeah. we are. But no, let's talk. Don't worry about that later. Enjoy tonight let's... for what it is, man. Yeah. yeah. Listen, after, after the last two games, I'll, I'll take anything, to be honest. Yeah. So. <sighs> I mean, um, you start with the lineups, look. And yeah, what did you think, first and foremost? Because. It was a little stronger than I was expecting to be honest. Because. Yeah. I was thinking in my head, to top the group, you're going to win 4-0. And to be honest, I think Liverpool peak at their best. Would struggle to beat this Napoli side four 0 They've got they have got something about them. I think you know we might have we might have got two to two nil a bit quicker, but I don't know. Don't know. It's a little bit stronger now than I was expecting. But then again, I suppose when you look at it, it was just then playing a load of kids. You know, it would have been starting Bajetic, you know, starting Carvalho, starting you know Ramsey. You're doing and them no favors. Yeah, what you don't want to do is them to get battered three or four. Goes, oh, it doesn't matter because it's a dead rubber. But then it kills the confidence. And I do yeah. wonder if that's why Carv- I would have started Carvalho, just give, give the lad a run. But I wonder, the last two starts he had in the league haven't gone haven't gone well for him. Listen, no. he was done no favours in the derby, playing him centre mid in a derby for your, day, for your first start. It's a bit, a bit of a tough ask. And then, look, he got thrown in and the Nascar Forest game was a bit of a shit show. So I do wonder. Well, go through it then. You had Alisson and goal. You had yeah. Trent, Canate, Virgil and Costas. Mm-hmm. Midfield three of... Thiago, Fabinho, and Yolfala. Yep. And up front, you had Salah, Bobby, and Curtis Jones. Jones on the left, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you look at it, and you're thinking, okay, we don't play in until Sunday 4.30. So there's enough recovery time in there for the players to play. Thiago's fresh, because he hadn't mm. played for a while. Fabinho, yeah, was the one I'd say you could tur- you could turn around and say, look, yeah, he could have probably done with a rest, but seems as uh, Henderson was indoor training and not involved at all in match day, that kind of limits your options. And unless you want to throw Stefan in from the very start, uh, your options are really limited in that six role. So. And there was no Henderson in the squad because he's been kept out precautionary. So again, maybe if Henderson was fit, he might have started and given Thiago a rest or exactly. took Fabinho out. So, I mean, look, first half, you and me messaged each other said it was a real tactical first half, wasn't it? You know, it was two sides really feeling each other out. Not massive chances, but I was probably the, sort of the better chances fell, fell to Liverpool. Two of them fell to Jones. Yeah, and TR got a really good chance. But I mean, the Jones chances, it's a tight angle where he tries to chip it over the keeper. You know, I think if it goes in, you, it's a it's a great goal. He, he probably should do better with the header. He probably yeah. should go down rather than go up. But uh, the the first one, he had really good control to create the space for himself to because that was his to, position to, when he played for the under 23s, wasn't it? Yeah, that, and that's, that's what he he's played. really good at. You know, for someone who's six foot one, his technical ability on the ball. And his close control is really good. And he's it's something that will develop in time. He'll physically get stronger. You know, I mean, it's, this is that was his first, you know, proper game, proper start with 
players in the right in the shape that they want to play in in a long time. So, mm. and that's probably his preferred position as well. He's not playing as a second CDM. I mean, that's just not his game, you know. So, yeah, I you know, he, you can. He needs to stay fit now, so that he's a, he's just if he can stay fit and become an option, then we'll see through the season, you know, what's what with him. But on tonight's on tonight's sixty five or seventy minutes, whatever it was, I thought he was really good. I was really yeah. happy with him. Yeah, if he if he can maintain that level. Yeah, sure. You'll hear you'll hear very little grumblings about him. Yeah, um, I think some of the grumblings with Jones is he gets it, he's been unfortunate. He's got injured at key times when you probably yeah. could have done with him, and then he's you know he, he gets thrown in, in in the number six away at for Forest, which isn't his position, and then you go in. Yeah, he, but it looks like Alan's not played for six months, and yeah, that's that, kind of it. That's kind of his problem. Uh, Cameron makes a good point. Is you know the crowd the crowd was good tonight, and this is what you need going through a transitional transition into a goal to the golden end of the season. So top four portion three trophies should be the aim. I think that has to be the aim. Uh, top four has to be the aim at the moment. You know, there's no point talking about titles and things. No, like that. no, no. That, that, Forget that. that. Top four that, is the be all and end all. Anything else you get on top of that is a bonus. I think so. But top four is everything. Um, I think someone was just asking there ab- about Milner. About we'll get to Milner. it. We'll get to it. But we haven't we haven't officially yeah, heard we'll what it was. Come yet. Back to it. We ha- we have a suspicion what we think it is, but we'll we, yeah. We have we'll a suspicion there. what we think it is, but we don't know for sure. So if anyone is watching Klopp's post match, if anything is mentioned on that, please throw it in the chat as usual. Also, if you could smash the like button, really would help us out. The more people who hit the like button, the more people get into the channel and get to put their points of view across, and that's what we need to see. Last was asking, can we laugh at Rangers for a minute? Uh, Rangers have set a new record. Apparently, they conceded two goals tonight. They became the worst I, side in Champions League group stage history. Apparently. I have literally only just found out about the Spurs result. I give zero Fs about any other game tonight. I couldn't I li- give a I flying top of this. I, I don't flipped. know what the score was. Well, I literally flicked over because I knew we, after a full time and hours, and literally has a flicked over. It was 1 1. They were saying Spurs, saying Spurs are begging the ref to blow the whistle. And literally, if you just kick it up to Harry Kane and Marseille have left one man at the back, so I think they need the win. Yeah, it did, it, yeah, it did. And the win. they played through it to Hoiberg. Uh, to be fair, if you haven't seen it, Kev, it's a cracking goal. Hoiberg scores to win it in the 96th minute. I mean, Absolutely. to be fair, it's a, it's a great one. Uh, the, the concern for if you're a Spurs fan is I think someone off on half an hour, and I'll be honest, he looked really um, wobbly in his legs. I don't know if that's a concussion injury. Yeah, but but look, he, did, he, didn't, he didn't look Don't good. like to see that at all with any player, to be honest. No. But another big um, shock. Um, that's three. I think it's going to be three Spanish. Three of the four Spanish sides aren't going to be in the knockout stage. When was the last time we saw that? Three. It's been a while. long. T- it's been a long time. A long, Bar- long time. Barca Europa, Seville will probably finish Europa. Atletico Madrid aren't even in Europe. That's yeah, how, yeah. That's couldn't how far they fall in. Couldn't happen to a nicer club. No, no. About time. About time that toxic level of football was uh, rewarded for what it, what it deserves in life. Um, the stars are lining for us to get Porto again. Fucking hope so. Oh, I would take that. Although, do you know what? Porto plays. Really I, well. I know saying you don't judge sides on their current form in February or what have you, but I've got to admit, the port, the times I've watched the Portuguese football this season, Benfica and Sporting and Porto are on a level at the minute. They're good sides. They're playing really good football as well. So we'll but see what happens in February, but. I yeah, mean, of, of the options, they're the ones you want. 
They're the ones you want compared to the other options you could have. Yeah. Uh, Ogson is saying to me, it's never happened before. First time ever. Three three of the Spanish guys haven't qualified wow. for the knockout stage. Yeah. Wow. I'm not surprised. It's, um, I mean, when you think of the dominance that Real have and the dominance that Barcelona had for such a long time, you'd have to really be going back probably to the days when it was either straight knockout as a European Cup, which there was only ever one side and the holders in, or the very early days of the Champions League when it was two group stages, you know. Mm. So, so that's yeah, what it is. John was saying a draw would have kept them in the Europa League, uh, but now they're out completely. So they obviously went for glory trying to get the uh, Champions League spot, and um, didn't didn't work out for them as well. I do think uh, Dino points out Benfica are flying at the moment because um, I think tomorrow Benfica are away at Maccabi Haifa and PSG are away at Juventus. Uh, the moment, they're both on equal points. So mm. I think Benfica just have to better PSG. Yeah. Or, or, or Newell's Juventus, Juventus are poor though. That's the problem. Yeah. Or Newell's comment there about um, what Klopp was saying. He just said being compact and making all the right made was it makes all the right differences. It's what we've been missing all season. Let's talk about that. Um, like I said, at the start of this game, it was a really technical, tactical game. Mm. I thought it was played on a really high level. I got it. I was impressed watching this because, look, yeah, it was a bit into end at times, but I honestly believe that this Napoli side will be in and around the last eight, last four going into the season if they keep this level up. Nobody they're wants to Yeah, Nobody they're a serious play. side. They're a serious side. And this... We matched them up man for man. And overall, I think we got the better of it. And I think we deserved the result on the night. But that left winger of theirs for 9 million euro, what a snip that kid looks. Oh, we'll call, I just call him number 77 because I can't. Yeah, I just, I, I just I call can't. him the kid who plays in the left wing because I'm yeah. just not that verbally gifted. Yeah, you know? that is now that is smart. That's what you call smart recruitment. Because yeah, he, that's just good. Johnny on the spot, right place, right time, making making a phone call, and uh, take a look at this kid. Here you go, have nine million euro, and we'll take him off your hands. He was he was really good, um, but the pressing from the front looked on point tonight, and it looked more energetic and more organised. And the bits that I loved about this first, especially the first half, was how snide Fabinho was. And he was channeling his inner Fernandinho. Got he could have he got away with Holy War tonight. He got away with more. Yeah, he was. He was. He was very Fernandinho, wasn't he? It's a, it, was. You know, it was brilliant. I loved it. Absolutely beautiful to see. Yeah, yeah. loved it. I mean, to be honest, he couldn't pass a fucking ball tonight, though. <laughs> we'll have to. No, um... but his job was in there as a destroyer to break play up, to make it uncomfortable, stop counter attacks, and he did everything. Of that sort, really good. He was always there as an outball, as from the defence and from the keeper, and just give it simple, and that's fine. If you mm. if he does that in a game and breaks play up, that's his job. I'm happy with that. Thiago was really good again. You know, he looked he looked more like his old self. You know, <laughs> it looked like he was. Um, Scouts of Pete say the kid who plays on the left wing in English translates translates his name as Kev. So no, we'll it's, your, it's, it's your man, the geezer, yeah. your, yeah, the fellow, the fellow out there wide. You know, I, I look, he, he, he looks a right player. 
And I think it'll take a lot of money to get him out of Napoli. And look, yeah, I mean, if he's said a he, proper player. He did, he did skin trends a few times a bit open mids, but he outpaced yeah, Canate. He, he outpaced Canate, yeah. which I'll be honest, they're not many that outpaced Ibu. No. And you know, I just thought Trent did all right tonight. Yeah, I thought I thought Trent was good. Um, I thought Trent was absolutely fine. His passing range was was brilliant tonight, and the best he, still a bit the, deeper though as well. Not it wasn't quite marauding as much as he as he has done. But I he doesn't think. have to. The whole point, that mm. what I liked about tonight was the front three press. The midfield went as a unit. And the full backs, they didn't, they hunted in packs when they could. And there was an org, it was organized. There was method to it, you know. And yeah, they're a good side. They're going to get through from time to time. But when they got through, it was rushed. And you were forcing, they were forcing passes. Like the amount of times their center backs were playing crossfield balls and it went out for a throw. All that stuff, all that's all brilliant because it just gives you it gives you the ball back. Ibu, the lads in the chat are there talking about Ibu Kanate tonight. Ibu, the option that he gives you to take the ball out of defence, like Joel Matip. Oh, he's in a Matip came on tonight, didn't he? Yeah, but the way when he does that and when he takes it forward, he brings the striker with him. So that means your only out ball now is up to Oshiman, who's got uh, Virgil on him. And Fabinho has already dropped back. So that's what they were doing. When when Canate was going, uh, Fabinho was just dropping back in a, on the cover. And you saw it over and over and over. But as Ibu went forward, the, the striker followed him back. So that took him out of the game. And as long as you don't do something stupid and lose it on the halfway line, that's a great out ball. That's a great option. Because yeah, Jake it just Trainer. opens up the pitch. It creates havoc. Yeah, and Jake's saying that's Napoli's first loss in sort of like 30 games. Yeah, Empoli, I think, was the last side to beat them last season. You know, that's why I say these, this side is no joke. They're they're racking up. I think they were averaging four goals a game in this group. You know, and that's why when I saw the lineup and I saw their lineup and I saw that they'd only made like two or three changes, I thought, okay. Yeah, it was, it was the, the, the young lad at uh, left back who played well, actually. Uh, for them, he kept Mo pretty quiet in the first mm. half, um, and I think it was a, a young centre back. I think that's about it, really. Yeah, uh, the young so, centre back. I like Kim. Uh, Kim, yeah, he looked good. Kim, he was a player of the month in Italy for the first month of the season, and you can see why. He just looks like he looks like a proper defender. He looks like a defender who loves defending. He ain't the quickest. Mm. He ain't the most mobile, but he just he just looks like a proper unit. You know, and that's what I mean. Look at their side; they're solid. They're really good. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's not to. I mean, I know there was nothing on the game, but that game wasn't played tonight as if there was nothing on it. They wanted to win. They wanted that hoodoo of winning in England off their back. You know, they wanted to be able to sit because last thing they're going to want to do now is come into come to have to come to England in the knockout stages with that hanging over them that they've never won in England, you know. And they've also never got past the last 16, have they? I mean, I, I, you sort of think they might they might do this time. Mm. Uh, very frustrating, Jake's a very frustratingly inconsistent, but tonight and City showed uh, there's still a lot of fight in these guys. I'll put, I'm not going to read the full thing. Uh, keep the faith, lads. Yeah, and look, the ability's there. Um, I think the question we've all had is, is the legs there? To do it, yeah. I do think there is. I do think there is also a bit of a mental break that we need. We need they need because 
it's, 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 it's easy to get up for a Champions League game and get up for City. Yeah, but get, I'm sorry. Get, I mean, I, you've, got to, you've got to sort I, of get, get the hard on the, on the day of the Leeds game, I was as frustrated as anyone else. And, I, and it wasn't until a couple of days later that I watched the highlights back and I saw the chances we had. Mm. We created enough really good half chances. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. That on a, you know, Melia made 10, I think, 10 saves on the day, and most of the saves were straight at him. If you're more clinical in front of the goal, it wasn't as if we weren't creating chances. And I listened to Spalletti's interview to start of tonight's game, and he stopped the guy, he stopped the commentator in his tracks, and he was like, Hang on, Leeds had one chance in that second half when Liverpool were trying to go and win a game, they got caught in a suck with a sucker punch. Other than that, they did nothing. You know, yeah, they I, ran I, a lot, but they yeah. ran a lot because we had the ball and we pull, pulled them all over the pitch. You know, it's it's easy, it's hard on the day when you're minutes talking after a game and you're frustrated as 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 you like. Same with Forest, they're they're six points massively dropped and massively frustrating. But you know, there are patches in those games where we looked all right, and when you look at how threadbare the squad is. Having players coming back, the likes of a Curtis Jones needs to stay fit now and needs to stay as an option. He needs to be the one for the next six months to show his worth and say, I add value to this squad. You know, I'm not going to be a headache for you come next summer. There are other play areas of the pitch where we need sorting. I want Curtis Jones. I'm hoping that Curtis Jones becomes puts his hand up and say, Yeah, I can box off that position now. I can trust him now. But he needs to stay fit. Um, it does, but I, I, my argument will be: listen to chances that can happen, but make sure you don't lose the game because the goal we conceded—it was—it was, it was just off his shin. Four, it rolled up his shin. But there's four or five so, we could cut that out. I know, you know, but, Virgil, but, but that's the frustration doing that really um, annoying habit he has now of trying to do a back heel tackle, which I don't think's ever yeah. come off. I know, you know? and it's—I it, get the frustration side of it, but when you—it's not as if we've been played off the park by anyone. The only side this season really that played us off the park Napoli. was Napoli, you know, and they and they gave us a right hiding, you know, mm. and it was that's it was an alarm bells absolutely ringing to say, look, guys, this ain't on. And tonight, for me, the result aside, forget about the result for a sec. The fact we won two 0 is lovely and all that, but the fact that we raised our game will be more than matched their intensity. Our press was back. We looked like. The fight was there. The intensity in the running was there. But the organisation in the press was there. That's what I'll take away from this. The, the two they'll win, lovely. Happy days. But everything else that went with it tonight, more than happy. Uh, Nays put Kev slash Keith. Um, I'll take Keith then as a name. Uh, don't get sucked into the win. You know what happens. Yeah, I don't know. Who's Keith? But, you know. Never mind. Dude, seriously? <laughs> I mean, I know Chris is pushing the sides there, but 
You know, I know. How rude. That's more, that's, that's, that's worse than losing, man. How rude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only checking. I'm only yes. kidding, Keith. I wish I had a singing voice. Uh, but listen, yeah, let's true, go. True. So, half time, it's a uh, nil nil. Good tactical game. I think the only big chance we had was the uh, Tiago chance, which it's a nice hit, but I'll be honest, it's a hit you'd it's expect. It's a telegraph, isn't it? it? It's one you'd expect the keeper to save. And then the only thing that happened just before half time was uh, Milner uh, gets a crack to the side of the head. Yeah, when it gets up, you think it okay, it'd be okay. Uh, second half, we come out and literally within a minute, yeah. Miller sat down. And you, we all think, oh, he's pulled the hamstring or he's pulled the calf muscle. When you and me were both like, why has he come out there if he's got like a niggle? But you just seen him, he didn't really stretch for anything, he just went to block it and he just throws and looks over and goes, no, not good, and just sits yeah. down. And then when he comes off, you see the massive mark on the side of his head where he's took yeah, it looks like a, a big egg up on the side, up on his forehead. So you wonder, um, is, that, is that like a delayed concussion? I don't, look, I think football has a real problem, and I've said it many times on this channel. Yeah, Football has a real problem with concussions, and I was glad to see Ian Dark address it tonight because Ian Dark comes from a boxing background, boxing commentary, and that was his bread and butter for years. Football is decades behind when it comes to concussion protocols. It needs to be properly assessed. You need to be able to take a player off make a proper assessment, put on like a blood sub. And if the guy doesn't, if the guy has to stay on, fine. If he doesn't have to stay on, you should be able to take him off and bring your other guy back on and it shouldn't affect anything. The fact that you're seeing apparently with Sun tonight, same thing. You ask any player and any player will just tell a doctor exactly what he wants to hear because they'll have prearranged exactly what I'm going to ask you during a concussion test, these are the answers you're going to give me. And I'll ask you if you're okay, and then you tell me the truth. But no player is ever going to turn around and say, yeah, I think I'm feeling a bit shaky. It's irresponsible of football and the governing bodies of football to leave that decision with players. It's wrong. It needs to change. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but maybe that's where they look at doing independent doctors for that sort of testing. So there's no sort of conflict of interest. I know there shouldn't be, but you know that comes into it. Uh, Thor's just logic, Kev. Actual analysis. Uh, you don't get likes for that. It's Redmiss Manny tonight. That's how you, that's how you get likes. I'll tell you what, you lot better be liking this video. This is proper yeah. levels. Red Steve with his, with his with his doctor's degree saying, no guarantee it's concussion. It probably just hurt like fuck. He's not a robot, lads. There is also that. He just said, it's just, this really hurts. Yeah. <laughs> If James Milner says it hurts, it, it fucking hurts. hurts. <laughs> yeah. So, so the second half, um, Charles, they were quite, they were a lot livelier. Napoli, they yeah. sort of up the tempo, pre pressed and pressed, and it's a silly free kick by Fabinho. How yeah. he, listen, that was how about he his seventy sixth foul, and he the, still didn't uh, get, and he still didn't get booked. I mean, he's just got that angelic face, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, he's a bit bizarre, the ref, because he, he he literally let like kung fu kicks go, and then some mm. of the some of the LSE cave were like, yeah, we'll come to that in a second, in a minute. But so free kick comes in, and look, the lad looks, just looks unmarked. It's a it's a good header, and you think, for fuck's sake, here we go, first goal again. You know that's what we want. And then three and a half minutes it takes a VR to look at it to rule it out, which I found bizarre because I think on the second re the second replay you look at it and go, he looks off. He I said like it, it. I I texted you at the time. I said that's off. And then I was and you said and you, yeah you said back to me 
it was if is Osterman interfering? I said, no, he looks off. And then they showed the but, second replay, and you went, oh, he's miles off. He, not miles off, but he looks off. Yeah. But I couldn't believe it took so long for him to... I mean, that's where but people get frustrated with VR. When, when you saw the graphic and you saw w- where it was, it was... You know, they judge it by the shoulder the shoulder width from like mm-hmm. the top of the shoulder sleeve. It was half of that distance between the shoulder sleeve and the shoulder that he was off. It was that. It was nothing. But to be fair, it just looked it looked wrong. But yeah, this is the gamble that you take because Eunice is saying even though it's barely off, uh, that that is that is poorly defended. What well, depends if you, it's if not. you play if you play in a high you why in a minute. Liverpool play Liverpool have always played this keep the line high. I look this season we'll be getting it drastically wrong. But that's how we've played for the last two three years is play it high and play for the offsides. And listen, last year we got loads of those sort of tight offside decisions yeah. because you time it right. Credit with credit if you timed it right. You know, when you when you don't have right, you look stupid and then look, you just, just have to get on with it. You know, so that's what you that's what you say. But I mean, that was their first real what you say, big chance. I mean, it certainly doesn't count as a chance because it's offside, but you know, you were saying before, Kev, like you look at the quality chance they had, the XG, they weren't like high, high ones. No, their they? total XG for the game was 0.48. Ours was two point 2.6 or 2.7 or something like that. But I'll just quickly say this. The reason why it's not poor defending is because you stick or twist. You hold or you don't. If you decide that you're going to drop, then you line up differently. You line up on the six-yard box and you face the ball coming in. If you're going to hold the line, you hold it. And the thing is, if, like you said, if someone times the run, if the ball is perfect, and they time their run perfectly, and they get a goal, fine. But more often than not, the longer you go in games, that's not going to happen. More often than not, you're going to catch I would, I'd nearly throw a percentage on it. I reckon you'd throw 95% of the time that that ball comes in, you either A, clear it, or you get them offside. And for the odd time that someone is going to score, okay. But I think the way that that was defended, the way they held the line, and the fact that it was Ibu's first game back and he held and held and held, I thought was brilliant. I was absolutely, I was delighted for him. I was delighted it was offside. But I was delighted for the way the line held. I thought that was brilliant defending. Plus, we've always scarred this is how bad we've been defending. So, you just I think there's the natural action of just assuming every goal concedes a shit goal or a bad or a bit lucky. So uh, Brian says, uh, "Thought Jones looked a lot better. Funny how players look better in the, in a more natural position in more natural role. Makes a big yeah, difference, Brian, it doesn't does, it? It does make it a big difference, which it does help a lot. Plus, the lads come back from a stretch out on his tibia. I mean, it's only like it's his third game back, if that. You know, he's, not mm. been, he's not been back for very long. So, I mean, look, he came off on seventy three minutes with Darwin Nunes. I'll be honest. I think the reason Jones came off was because I just think he'd uh, ran his race yeah. a little bit." Because of uh, a yeah. lack of game time, um, Darwin, really good impact. You know, that is what you want from your your main striker. Yeah, he's and Ran plus the well. fact that he was he was playing out wide and he's got that injection of pace. He's got that thing that defenders. He's got pace and he's got the confidence to take a player on. And he doesn't care which side. He'll go inside and he can go outside. He has no problem going either way. He can go on his left foot. And take full back on on the outside, or he could check, come back in, and go again with his pace. 
Yeah, it, it, if you're a fullback and you're seeing him coming on with 25 minutes to go and you're on jelly legs, yeah. I agree with Kieran what he's saying there. Bobby did look tired. Yeah, we, we thought he might have come off of it sooner yeah. than he did because he's done a lot of games back-to-back. Yeah. Back. What Darwin's got really good at, especially when he goes out wide, is he's very good at doing that sl- slowing the game down to then... To then speed it up again, yeah. To then speed it up again. Yeah. As a fullback, there's nothing worse when someone could do that to you. Because yeah. he had a co- he had a couple of crosses that came into, that didn't quite come off, but you know. Mm. But talk about his goals. Uh, the first goal went so it's, it's actually I can't like it was Virgil or Darwin heads it. I mean, it was, Dar- it, was Dar- it was Darwin heads it. it the Darwin makes, took it off. The Virgil's keeper makes head. it right. The keeper makes it right. Fuck up it really because he's it, you know he should do better with it. But look, Mo's where you want him to be. Yeah, Mo's Johnny Taps on the in. spot. Seven goals, six Champions League games. First time he's ever done five and five. Five games consecutive in the Champions League scoring. That's all yeah. you need. Could do them just doing that in the league a little bit more. That'll be, and we'll be sorted. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, but for yeah, Mo, that, that'll sorry. do his confidence. For Mo, that'll do his confidence some good. I know we don't, you know we don't, we don't talk about Mo as a lad who loses confidence, but he know he must know if we talk about it. Must know he's only got three or four goals in the league. You know, and he knows everyone will look at him for that. Yeah, it was. I think. He's always been that kind of player. His instinct is good. He know he his instinct to where a ball is going to drop and where a ball is going to is going to fall is really good. Um, but he was um, he's always been that Johnny on the spot kind of kind of forward. And the amount of goals he gets, like, the amount of little tap ins he gets, you know. But I was the same as you. I didn't know if it was Virgil or Darwin that got on it, and it was it was Darwin who got on it. And that's an extra threat of having someone like that in the box as well. You know, you yeah, don't have to just right Fabinho, Canate, Virgil, and then throw Darwin into the mix as well. There's four good, strong headers of a ball, all six foot plus with that. It's like you know, it, it's not. It's a nice threat to have. Yes, and uh, and then obviously we get the the second goal in the ninety eighth minute. Um, so I mean, again, uh, as Dino points out, uh, the contract died to disallow it. I mean, most of it, I said to you, I said, Oh, that looks just off that because I mean, Virgil looks fuming because I think he thinks Darwin was nicked, <laughs> yeah, because he thinks Darwin was nicked his goal. I actually don't think it's gonna go in. I think the keeper would have got the ring. yeah, the keeper saved it, keep saved it, but I think I don't think it would have rolled in. I think keeper no. would have actually got to it, so he has to kick it in. And you said goal, I went, Oh, he looks just off, and it was the left back. I don't know, yeah, further, further out the screenshot, you went, Oh, yeah, and you're like. You look that's at where it was. That's what you want. Yeah. It was Zielinski who was who was coming out too slowly, and um, you know, as someone said, there he had chances against. It was the same kind of chances he had against Forest, and it looked like he was putting meat in those headers tonight as well. And again, it's just the accuracy. A foot either side, a foot either side, and it's in. You know, and that'll get him on the run because he looks like he's getting chances every game. You know, so, but Darwin slots it in and just reward really. The only quarrel I had with his him tonight was when he got booked on another oh, night. Oh, for, for his stupid throwing the... Yeah, throwing on the another blow. night, another referee will send him off for that. There's no needs, need of it. He just needs to curb his... Control Anger. that aggression a bit. He needs to control. Yeah. I want to see the aggression, the aggression coming out in him. I want to see that South American nastiness in his game. 
but you've got to curb it when you're in a box and it's your other arm that's coming across the front of a guy's head, not the back of the guy's head that makes it look like an accident. You know, yeah. he's got to learn how to describe those movements, just, you know, just hide them a bit better. But yeah, overall, really happy. I was happy with all the subs tonight because all the subs that came on tonight contributed. Open and we boxes. said when this, when the first goal went in, Klopp made the changes and it was like, Here's, this is a big test. Yeah, there's a lot of youth. We'll, we'll come back to the ones there. You just asking how many goals is Nunes on now? I've just checked on FC history. He's on seven now. Three in the league, uh, three in Europe, and then the one in the uh, Charity Shield. Uh, Super Dizzy saying, uh, I wish Mo had anticipated that touch on that cross. I mean, he's pretty good, Mo, but I don't think he, he can't he can't judge everything. That one, yeah, defense. that one. It's really good. It's really good defender when you see the replay. Yeah, and that one that he had. When he um, it went straight to the keeper, it was off his left foot, and it was almost he got too good a contact on it. If he shinned that or got a, half of his foot on it either side again, that just goes off to the to the side, and the keeper hasn't a clue. He's no chance. You know, it was almost his his contact was too true, and it just lobbed straight into the keeper's hands, like you know. Yeah, uh, I and mean, then Danielson makes a good point. You know, the last ten minutes with the young guns on. Uh, was pretty good, wasn't it? It was because let's be honest, it wasn't like we brought Brojetic on and left Thiago on. You know, he came on for Thiago. He looks so uh, confident th- on the ball, doesn't he? Yeah, Carvalho came on, was yeah. lively. I thought his defensive work was a lot better. And young Ramsey came on for Trent, and he was good. You look, you look good. Uh, yeah, he, he yeah. looked fine. He did everything he was asked to do. There was one ball that came across from their right, across that came post. in over Kanate's head. And he just got it on his chest and put it out for a corner. Simple thing, but it's exactly what you want to do. No messing, no dilly-dallying, just get the ball out. Put it safe, reset, and then go again. It's exactly yeah. what you want. Shane saying Nunes was electric off the bench. Looks better coming off the bench than he does starting. Causes chaos. I think he's I think he's that type of player, to be honest. I think he's just... Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, he's... Yeah, we don't have the luxury of having him as a bench option. Yeah, I think Eunice asked. Eunice hey. asked earlier. Uh, I've lost the comment now. Was asking what does this say about Joe Gomez because he didn't start tonight. But I sort of feel Joe's done a lot of games back to back. And look, I know some, I've had some, I've obviously had some criticism because I I thought he was all right against West Ham, nothing yeah. just all right. But he's been poor the last two three games, so it almost felt like a game. I think he needed to be pulled out of. Yeah, because and unfortunately, there's only. I'll be honest, Fabinho probably needs to be pulled out for a couple of games, but yeah. we literally haven't got any sense of meds at the name. What helps me helps me don't sign one. Yeah. Look, so I mean it's a squad game, and Joe Gomez is going to be a valuable member of the squad. He's 24 years of age. Can't keep making the excuses that you know they're they're learning their trade. He's an experienced centre back. But at the same time, if you have four centre backs in your team and Joe Gomez is your third or fourth choice. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Fine. What problem there with me? Yeah. So, shall we just quickly go through the, the eleven, the eleven and the subs, and just sort of give a bit of a couple of points, what we thought of each one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ali, I thought he was he was good tonight. He made um, 
was a save near you say to be was a save quite near the end, which looked quite routine when it deflects off trends. Uh, it's actually quite you know, we've seen them bounce over keepers' legs and go in. Yeah. But I thought, you know, handling was fine, solid, distribution was decent, you know, yeah. standard. You look standard, the one thing I loved standard. about Ali was in injury time, I think two minutes to go or three minutes to go, and he launches one. You yeah. know, to get a to get a counter attack going. Love that. Absolutely love that. When every other keeper in the world is killing the game, diving on the ball, looking like a numpty, he grabs up, he sees the opportunity to get a counter attack to, to get the game to 2 0 and kill it off, and he does it. Love it. Oh, speaking of counter attacks, uh, was it 97th? In fact, it leads up to the uh, the second goal. Yeah, it does. Ellie, Ellie gets the ball in the box, calmly plays it through to Mo, and to be fair to Mo, he just runs and Run and pressures the centre back and gets us all at the pitch and pressures us cut the corner. That took yeah. all the pressure. Then you're going like, oh, it's 30 seconds to go here. I think but that that one, was brilliant. One, one nil, that'll do. Yeah, and then we get the goal from it. So you know, again, yeah. that's the sort of thing we haven't been doing mm. uh, as well. Trent, I thought, I thought Trent was all right today. Yeah, I you thought know. it was fine. That that was a really stiff test. That left winger is a good player, a good, really good, good player, and he'll torture fullbacks, and he has been torturing fullbacks all season long. Um, he was quick enough to match Oshiman for pace as well at times. His passing out was really good. His crossfield balls were there. I thought, yeah, I thought I'd give him seven, seven and a half out of ten. No problem. Yeah. Can I say excellent? You know, yeah. loved his loved his runs from from deep. Um yeah. one of one of some free kicks high up the air. He's so dominant in the air. And his passing's getting better and better. Yeah. Uh his pace just gives us that something extra. Especially when you've got that rapid winger. It helps yeah. you double up in it. DVD, him, him and Virgil look good. good. Oshiman is another one going into the game tonight. You look at Victor Oshiman, and he's been he he doesn't like he doesn't like physicality. No, he's but his confidence is through the roof. And Virgil snapped into tackles, gave him nothing, gave him no rest. And that was the Virgil. That was a dominant Virgil tonight. That was the Virgil you want to see more and more of. I'm really pleased for him. He um, he. He put a statement on that game and he killed off um, Victor Oshiman tonight. He just gave him absolutely nothing. Yeah. Uh, Supercast thought he was solid. Um, he was annoying me in the first 25 minutes because he did seem to switch off a couple of times with his winger. But, you know, that's probably nitpicking a little bit. But overall, solid. And also it gives Robbo a rest, which is always handy. Yeah, he was good. He was um, he was a more lively of the two fullbacks going forward. He was always on the overlap. It was like, Right, you go, Trent, you sit in a bit more. But yeah, he was always there to link with Thiago and to link with um with Curtis. And I suppose when you when you're that high up the pitch, you're gonna leave space in behind and good sides will find that space in behind. And a couple of times it happened, but you know, it was pretty much um dealt with really on the night by Virgil. So yeah, he was good. No complaints with him at all. Happy. Yeah. James Milner, we, he always divides opinion when he starts, but I thought Milner did really well. I thought, right, he, yeah. I thought he covered over the right again because obviously that's where the threat was. You know, I think the plan was probably to do an hour before we took him off, but I thought, thought all in all, he he was fine. Fabinho, I've got to be honest, thought he struggled. I just thought he struggled all game. I thought different, I didn't I, see. I I thought I, he I thought he did the shit that you want him to do really well. I don't think he, I don't think so. That was intended though. I just think no. he was. 
I think he's just slow to the ball, slow to the tackle. Yeah, I thought his I think, pattern was quite sloppy. So he didn't really impress me, if I'm being No, but I, th- really I think to, to be fair to him, that midfield three of theirs, or two of those three will start most games. And Anguissa in the first game ran midfield. And tonight, their midfield really didn't win the battle. So we won the battle in midfield. Um, granted, we didn't get the control that you'd normally get, but we didn't let their midfield dictate. And that's what they've been really good at. You know, they had to work for every inch of possession that they had. And it was telling that more often than not, every time they got it, they went wide. They didn't go through the middle. They looked to, and they looked mainly to go left, you know, onto their left winger to try to force mistakes out of trying to, more often than not, it didn't happen. But yeah, I get what you're saying, uh, that he looked a bit slower to the ball, but to me, that three in midfield for the age and everything that's in it, I think it worked because they just had the nose, that bit of experience. I think it worked because in Europe. I'm not sure you I'm not sure you want to be doing that midfield. No, you there. no in a prem game. But look definitely not back to back kind of things. But you can it's see a horse for was it. Tiago was really good. Passing was excellent. You know, probably yeah. should do better with his shot. Uh defensive work, you know, kind of a standard Tiago performance, people just getting used to when he's when he's yeah. good like that's kind of what you expect, really, isn't it? Um, Mo, I thought he was lively at times. Uh, I think that young fullback did give him some hard work, but you know he always at least he was sort of involved in the game. Or we've had too many games where Mo's just been like he forgot he was there, he's non-existent. Yeah, uh, Bobby, he, he looked, he looked, he, he looked, looked a bit, a bit his face. yeah, he looked a bit, a bit tired tonight. To be honest, yeah, yeah, he was the one I didn't think would start. To be honest. Yeah, he looked like a bit of a spare part in a lot of it. He didn't really get involved as much as you'd like, but at the same time, he's one of these guys that can just pop up and do a flick and get a return ball and knock well, one in. You know, he's always with, got that kind of thing in his locker, you know what I mean? We saw that with the Jones header, didn't we? The yeah, the back heel flick, which um, nearly set up Jones for a goal. Yeah. Uh, Jones... Best yeah. best game he's had this season. Um, I Easily. thought he was probably our man of the match, if if I'm being honest. Yeah, I was really really happy with his performance. Um, I think him and Ebu were standouts tonight, but I wouldn't I wouldn't fight you too hard on it. I thought he was um, he was really good. Everything that you wanted him to do, he did. Won his battles. I thought he did really well against his fullback. Uh, defensive work was good, and he looked like. When he was on the ball, something was going to happen. And he had the confidence to keep the ball and look after it and run at players. He didn't want to give it away all the time. He didn't mind taking a touch and running it back into danger and try to force something something to happen. Yeah, I, I was happy with him tonight. Yeah, in terms of sub, uh, Elliot came on early for Milner. Elliot, I, I thought he was lively. I thought he spread play out and he's get, his defensive work is getting much, much better. You know, he's in the right places, he's making the right choices, which you want from him in a you know in a mid Liverpool midfield. Uh and look, his attacking play was really good. And you know, it's his pass that sets Mo off that helps set up the second. Yeah. Uh, and then with the three the three young lads who all came at the same time, Pajetic just looks every time I've seen him play, he just looks very mature for his age, looks comfortable on the ball. You know, I thought he was um I thought he he looked good. Good test for him as well, because you know, with the seven minutes added time. Carvalho looked, he looked uh, fine. Looks fine again. Ramsey was the job. one that that I was looking for, and I thought, okay, this mm. is a real acid test here, 
because they're going to come and they're going to come hard. And here you are coming on at Anfield, Champions League debut. You know, he's been built, he'd have been building up in his head for months. You know, this, you know, when am I going to, be, when am I going to get my chance? Here you go. And I thought he did everything that was asked of him. He looked like he wanted the ball. He didn't have a problem taking the ball, making a turn when he needed to, giving it simple. You know, time will tell for him, but, you know, and he looks a physical, a big, you know, he, he looks a strapping lad. Yeah, I think so. was that earlier. He's deceptively tall. You know, yeah, he's about six foot. Well, he's 5'11", yeah. six foot-ish. Yeah, you know, Bonkers, well. yeah. Bonkers said, "Man, the match. Canati, uh, honorable mention to Thiago and Nunes." Uh, David Mathis has said, "Nunes is Nunes's forearm for man of the match." So, <laughs> um, so a couple things before we go. Then, so Dino said, "Random question: Would you take Zaha in January as a cheap deal to cover us in wide positions? Just gives a bit more pace." I would, but I don't think he would, and I don't think he should. Okay. Uh, and I'll be really honest. If I was his agent, I'm telling him to stay at Palace and stay at Palace for the rest of your career. You'd be the big fish in the small pond. You're the main man. You'll play all the time. And when you retire, they'll love you forever. That's what I'm telling him as, as his agent because he's never going to be, he's never going to put his hand in his pocket and feel his leg. And at this stage of his career, if he's not going to play, then why the hell would you bother leaving? I, I'd find that, I would find that really weird. Red Steve said, man of the match is Gav for not subbing himself in just because we won a game. He never does, to be fair. No, he doesn't, to be fair. Uh, I think the only show we've been on is because literally, I think half of us were away. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Jake saying, uh, last 16s that Liverpool could face them, guaranteed as either FC Porto, Bayern Munich, and then it's either Real Madrid or RB Leipzig. I think it is Real Madrid, though, because I think... I don't yeah, I think, think it's that, Madrid, yeah. I think because of the head-to-head, -head, I don't think RB Leipzig can overtake them. Uh, and then it's either PSG or Benfica, depending on depending on how we do in their games. So, I think the obvious one is probably for us it's Porto all day long. It's Porto or Benfica if they finish off of the yeah. game, which I think is highly but unlikely. You you got to look at it the other way. Which of those sides will want to play us? And the answer is none of them, because we will get it right. It will come right. I've no doubt. And I mean, if we if we go into the January window. And do some smart business. February is a long way away. We could be in a much strong, stronger hope, position by then. We hope and, we are anyway. Yeah. You look at it and we could be in a situation saying, bring anyone on. Don't care. Archie said, can we get Benfica so Nunes can get a hat trick? That'd be, that'd be an interesting yeah. <laughs> And go and celebrate as well. Yeah, which I reckon he would. I reckon he would. I reckon he would as well. I think. I think he might not on the first one, but I reckon in the second and third he would. <laughs> you, you give it stonkers, don't worry. I think I think he'd celebrate the first one and just like laid it down. <laughs> after, after going, oh, I'm sick of the piss now, lads. Um, so anything else we need to bring up, Kev? Oh, we've got um, oh, five, five notes on our charity as well. Bear me two seconds. Sorry, I should have had this prepared on my screen. It's got off screen. So the other one is these have been in the link below. It's for Lindo Linda's uh, endometriosis battle. Uh, details are all in description below but look if as kev would always say it's the five and five euro and ten euro that get that gets this done uh she needs to raise it five five k kev for yes yeah, five thousand i don't know it's five thousand pounds or five thousand euro it's not i mean it's, it's not an insignificant sum of money mm. but we've done this before and we know how we can get this done 
and I've read through the um, I've, I've read through her um, her her story, and just go and check it out. Go and yeah. click on the link in our twin pins tweet on Twitter. Have a look through the um, the story, her bio, the story, and like I said, if you can give, do please do. If you can't, please share. Share yeah. costs absolutely nothing, but two minutes of your time. Just click share, and the sooner we can get this girl to five k, the sooner she can get her operation, and that'll be the best thing for everyone for Christmas and happy days. Yeah, because she, she, I mean, she, look, she's only eighteen. So I mean, I've had family members who've had endometriosis, and I must admit, the enlightening thing for me was I didn't realize you can you get it in every organ. Yeah, uh, I didn't realize it, I didn't realize it was that sort of illness. I actually thought it yeah. was. Uh, I th- I thought it was a condition you got that was only w- within the womb or you know your fallopian tubes. That sort of that's what I thought it was. Yeah. So it's a bit of an education for me because um, I know yeah, the poor kid is seventeen years of age and she's literally. Yeah in agony 24 7 can't step outside the house you can imagine the mental side of this as well and the pressure on the family because you know it is is a strain and but for a 17 year old i mean my youngest is is, um 17 or no she's yeah she's 18 now but you know to imagine well I, I look at her and she's going out on the weekends she's going out enjoying herself and having fun with her friends like an only 18 year old should do and to think that this 17 year old kid can't go outside the front door for the sake of this operation this 5k it's it's tough you know and if we can do anything anything that we can do to help we will and we'll never shut up about it so sorry in the chat we, we just won't well I'll be honest. We're not sorry. No, we're not sorry at all. Not, sounded not good. Sorry, Did that sound sincere? You sounded sincere, but I was thinking like we, we don't actually mean that. No, uh, we don't. No, of course we don't. We're not sorry. We'll keep we'll keep bringing it, we'll keep bringing it up at every show until we exactly. hit 5K. until we hit five k. So you know, get used to it, really. So you know, if you don't want to hear us talk about it, gives you gives you money and gives, gives you money. Five, gives you money. My best Bob Geldof, give us your effing money. <laughs> if you're old enough, you know. So rest of the week. Uh, so there'll be a midweek fix. Tomorrow, um, yes. we have a viewer's voice on Thursday. Do you know? Think so. Think so. Uh, I'm recording a women's show on Thursday, which will probably out hopefully around the weekend. Uh, so I've got Neil Atkinson, uh, BBC's Emma Sanders, and Philip Smallwood again. So we'll be doing a review of the opening five games, which you know, mm. it was a Philip is actually a great follow on Twitter. If you're oh, on Twitter, she's she's yeah, hilarious. she's brilliant, she's great crack. She's heavily involved with the uh, women's supporters club as well. I think she's the I think she's actually the treasurer for them as well. So, yeah. and they're doing lots of good stuff as well. So, yeah, look, it's been a, it was always. I mean, you may have spoken this preseason. I said like, look, the opening five six games that is mentally tough for Liverpool. So they just need to get through them, and then this is the run where they could try and pick some points up. But listen, they pushed City to. Well, I think they're within, you know, uh, width of a host of uh, getting over two two at City. You yeah. Know, so, and I'll be honest, the years I've been following Liverpool women, it's not very often we've gone to City and actually really competed that closely for a long time. So, look, the early signs are there, which is yeah. which is that'd be good. a good chat. Um, um, Friday for- night, we're going to have a look through at the Spurs game and a few other games as well for the weekend. Yeah. I think I'm on this week, aren't I? I think I, I think. Yeah, I think, I think you back. are. I've been allowed back for this one, which is quite nice. Yeah. And then Sunday, there'll be a full time Reds after the Tottenham game, uh, which will be Kev and probably Matt. Um, yeah. I'm at I'm at a christening, so it won't be me. I'll be drunk. 
again. Good lad. Nice one. <laughs> and then we proper and order. And then the cycle starts again. And then Kev, what well, I think what we're gonna do over the World Cup, aren't we? When, when there's no football to talk yeah, about. I think, no, I think there's definitely something in the works for the World Cup. Yeah, keep your, yeah. Keep your keep your ears posted for for content you, during the World Cup. If, if not one of my quizzes. No, definitely <laughs> not. It's actually there there is some content coming in the in for the World Cup. So we'll see how it goes. But there definitely is stuff coming up. Loads of stuff coming up over the next few weeks and months ahead. But listen, thanks everyone uh for being involved for staying in the chat and for knocking in your contributions. Much appreciated. If you could please smash the like button and hit the subscribe button on your way out, it would be really appreciated. It really help us out. Yeah. So until then, guys, um, like, share, as Kev says, and look, we'll be back very soon. Fingers crossed. Liverpool have won. We're into, into the knockout stage of the Champions League. Let's hope we can sort of use this as a building block to start to build a bit of a better season for us. Until then, guys, take care, and we'll speak to you very, very soon. Podcast Network.